my wheels on fire and do a jump. At night, it could be quite spectacular, don't you think? Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Feeling good, Lewis? Those 80s kids remember. Welcome to Those 80s Kids Remember. I'm Andy. I'm Brian. I'm Greg. And I'm Rusty. Welcome to today's show. Today, we're going to take a look at something that has changed how we enjoy things at home, entertainment and all of that. Today, we're talking about cable television and the wonders of that. Definitely um, coming into its own in the 1980s. Something that actually came out in the 1970s but really didn't um, gain traction and, and become the monster that it is um, until the 80s. And and now you've got millennials and everybody here cutting their cable cord. So maybe the, the days of cable are, are, are slowly dwindling out, but whatever, that's the case or not. But we're going to talk about the golden days <laughs> of cable television on today's episode. Yeah, you got your Netflix now. And you got uh, yeah. all the stuff that you can download online and everything. It's uh, yeah. it's tougher. It's tougher. You got satellite, you know. It's yeah, tough. yeah, and and I mean, just a, a number of of all of these, even cable television stations having their own streaming apps yeah. that you can sign up for just yep. to watch their programming and and you know, cable bills have become astronomical. Um, yes, in in, in modern problem. times, so for sure, it's very cost prohibitive to like have a bunch of these channels that the majority of which you don't watch anyway. But true, <clears throat> even my my daughter last night was asking me about. We were talking about different shows, and she was like, "Well, I think it's on HBO Max." She goes, "But who actually has that?" And I was like, "Yeah, nobody." <laughs> <laughs> but today, yeah, I mean, the days may be dwindling as far as the popularity of cable, but. Wow, there was a day when that was just it, man. Oh yeah. You had cable. You you ruled the world. Right, oh, yeah. right. Yeah. If you had somebody yeah. in your group of friends as a kid back in the eighties who had cable, it's like, okay, well, we know whose place we're hanging out at. Yeah. <laughs> one of your place. Yeah. The kid who's got cable and the big rear projection TV. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember it was it was devastating to me whenever we would go on family vacation vacations because my my dad's family lives in rural North Dakota and they didn't have cable TV and they didn't have satellite so it was like oh, it was no. just like what the fuck am I supposed to do <laughs> this is gonna be torture. what do I do there's nothing well and that was a big motel selling point you would look for the motels that had yeah. cable. oh my Free god yeah. yeah I forgot all about that yeah, it was huge. They put it on their signs, cable ready. Yeah, yeah wow. it's like such a non-thing now. You know, it's like it's like looking back at uh, uh, pictures of things like movie theaters or something like that that have air conditioning signs. Right. Mm -hmm. them, you know. <laughs> right. That'll get it. Be, yeah, it became about as important as air, basically. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it really did. Okay. So they're running water and cable. Important. Yep. Yeah. Right. So to start it all off, I guess we, we do have to like go back into the 70s here a little bit. And in 1972, and, and the one to start it all was HBO, um, Home Box Office yep. was was the leader um, and the pioneer of cable television. Home Box Office, I mean, that that was a trip when it first came out, you know, actually being able to watch 
unedited movies in your home. Yeah. 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 Holy yeah. swears and all. The occasional, the occasional boxing match. I mean, you yeah. Know, you could stay um, at your house and play Atari skiing, or you could go over to your buddy's house and watch HBO and see Agler Leonard or something like that. I mean, it was just. Or, or watch a George Carlin special back in or the watch 70s. A George Carlin you know? special, right. Dude, he's, yeah. he's doing the seven dirty words routine on cable. Yes, man. exactly. And, <laughs> yeah. And my my dad was a, a broadcast engineer. So he was very on top of this technology of everything television. So I remember we did have HBO very early on in the 70s. Um, I'm trying to even remember what year it was, but I can't exactly. But I remember that's how I was exposed to the movie The Exorcist. Oh, wow. For the first oh, wow. time. And I was like very young, very, very young. I was, I was younger than eight, I think. <laughs> and I remember hiding under the kitchen table so that they didn't know <laughs> that I was watching. And it was like, uh, okay. Yeah. That's the only way to watch The Exorcist. <laughs> Something I shouldn't have watched, definitely, <laughs> at that age, but no. I th- so, yeah, I thought you were going to say you were hiding under the kitchen table after like you you saw Linda Blair puke in pea soup or something like that. No, <laughs> I, I was hiding because I wanted to watch it. Okay, I, they wouldn't let me watch it, so I, I did get caught. I don't think I got to see a whole lot, but yeah, got sent back to bed. Yeah, I did that a few <laughs> times as a kid too. You know, yeah, the parents were watching something like after hours ish. And then I'd sneak out of the bedroom. Well, that was a whole cool thing about HBO, though, when it came along. is like, okay, I'll watch what they're watching now, but eventually they're going to fall asleep. And I'm going to get the remote, and I'm going to see what's on HBO. I'm going to see what's on these other channels. <laughs> yeah. And it was just – it opened up a whole world to rated R movies that I had, oh, I know. had before. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch this over and see if there's any boobs. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to find some boobs. Yes. <laughs> exactly what it was. Yep. So then there were also a number of other um, cable channels that did come out um, in the 70s. I'm just going to kind of run through them here mm-hmm. because some of them are, are kind of surprising that they were out that early. So we've got um, Turner Broadcasting Service, the TBS. Sure. Big one. Um, Ted Turner. Station, yeah. That came out in December of 1976. Yeah. Ted Turner. That was huge. Yeah. Um, WGN had to be pretty far up there, I would imagine, too. Yes, it is. That's that's in um, the 70s as well. And then um, CBN, Cable Network, or the Family Channel, Mm, that was in 1977. And then USA Network, which I used to watch a lot on the weekends. um, So did I. As a oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, That came out in 1977. They had great, they had like Night Flight and... um, there was another show, but I can't remember the name of it. I can never remember the name of it. I remember watching uh, Commander USA's groovy movies back in the 80s. Yeah, he was dressed in a superhero outfit. And he had a mask on. He kind of he reminded me of Schneider from One Day at a Time, except he was dressed in a, <laughs> in a superhero outfit and a cape and shit. And yeah, he was Commander USA. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And so then after that, the next premium uh, cable network um, was Showtime, and that was in March of 1976. Well, that early, huh, for Showtime. Yeah. 
Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, what about the movie? Yeah. when did the movie channel come around? A couple years or a year later. Was it? Okay. Yeah. So yeah, January of 1979, we had the movie channel. Uh, okay. And then before that, we have WGN Superstation. WGN. Oh, <laughs> that yeah. was in November of 1978. I used to watch Bozo the Clown on WGN. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Because that one's out of Chicago, right? Isn't that so the one? That yeah. Kind of- yep. Weekday yeah. mornings, yeah. Because I remember I uh, they I remember them talking about the Bears back in back in the eighties there, right after they won the Super Bowl. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was out of Chicago. Oprah got her start on WGN. Yeah, I think so. I used to, I used to watch Twilight Zones on WGN all the time. I used to have the old Twilight Zones on all the time, like late at night. Here's one. Um stuff like CNN was a big one. Yeah. Um Though I want to, I, I kind of want to just touch on, because um, that one came out in 1980, and there were some few other ones before that. Okay. Um, like in uh, 1979, we probably have the most exciting cable channel ever to exist on the planet Earth, which still exists today mm-hmm. in its original form and a two. We've got C-SPAN, uh, <laughs> oh, our really? government. <laughs> yeah. Uh, televised government proceedings and shit like that excitement um absolutely yeah and then another one uh a strong uh network came out in 1979 that just is still viable and very popular today we've got nickelodeon Um, when did nickelodeon start yeah in 1979 oh my god yeah it would have been around for a long time that sounds about right yeah and the, the thing is with with nickelodeon um it was like a split channel. So it would be Nickelodeon from this time of the day to that time of the day. And then from another time of the day to another time of the day, it was a different channel. Um, it was Nick at Night, yeah. Well, no, no, no. This was before Nick at Night. It was oh, completely different. Um, and I think it's in here um, in these lovely notes somewhere. Yeah, A&E. So A&E, Arts and Entertainment Channel. Um, but that was kind of like later in the 80s that they started um, switching off. Wow. They're programming. Yeah, they shared a channel. They just figured like no kids were going to be up watching at this hour. So I, I guess. And and back then, um, A&E um, was nowhere near as exciting as it is today. <laughs> I mean, I like now they have so many different shows on there. Right. Um, but back then it was like trying to be really sophisticated kind of the right. cable network um, to touch on the arts and entertainment, like actual yeah thespian kind of do yeah lots of <laughs> theater and opera yeah. Yeah. painting and i think that's where the the actor's studio started isn't it On i believe Amy? so yeah oh james yeah. lipton james lipton uh-huh yeah i i believe that's kind of um i didn't know that I'm a child of any i believe so i could be wrong no i think you're right i think that's right so then other than that, um, rounding out and ending the 70s in September of 1979, we have ESPN. Ta-da! Oh, wow. The worldwide <laughs> leader in sports. Very uh, interesting story. I've seen a, a, a short documentary, I think it was, about the uh, beginnings of ESPN. You know, like Chris Berman when the whole thing was back in its infancy. And how, how, how Chris Berman. Jeez. And how he developed all these you know, like goofy nicknames for people and shit, like his shtick there. Yeah. 
Like it almost happened on accident, kind of, you know, like he, he just he just as a joke called somebody something. I can't remember what it was. And then <clears throat> everybody got a kick out of it. And so he started doing it on the air and and then became uh, more routine. Yeah. 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 It turned into shtick. Right. <laughs> as all that stuff does. Scott, the early days of ESPN were great. Dan Patrick and oh, my God, it was just awesome. That was definitely one of my skip the channel channels. Well, <laughs> yeah. channel in, in, in the eighties, I didn't care. You know, I didn't care about, but we had ESPN in the second half of the eighties, but I just didn't care yet. Yeah. Yeah. See, I cared about cable right away because for me, when HBO came out, I think my dad got it around 82 ish or 83, it was 83 and sudden impact had come out recently at theaters. I had seen it at theaters, <laughs> But when it came out and I saw it on the TV guide for HBO, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be able to watch this movie any goddamn time I want. <laughs> this, this, <laughs> this is unreal. It's going to come on at 2 in the morning. It's going to come on at 4 a.m. tomorrow. It's going to come on at 6 p.m. I started looking at the various telecasts they were going to have, and I was like, yeah, I'm watching them. I'm watching all of them. It's funny. I never gave – as a kid, I never gave two shits at all about Star Wars until I until we got cable. Really? In about 85, and I actually saw, you know, like uh, The Empire Strikes Back and all that for the first right. time around that time. Sure. Because they used to play them every weekend. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm. The Last Starfighter. Oh, I remember that. You remember yeah. that? I, I uh-huh. saw The Last Starfighter probably 20 times. Because <laughs> they, <laughs> really? they used to play yeah, the yeah, damn yeah, thing every weekend. Watch, like the same movie over and over. And mm-hmm. Big time. It's kind of cool. Because we've never really had that luxury before, so it was very different. So then, in in January of 1980, we've got BET, the Black Entertainment Network. Well, that one's actually, that old. Wow. Yeah, that one actually began as a block on the USA Network, um, a block of programming on mm, USA, okay. and then it spun off to its own channel, I guess, in 1983. Mm, and then okay. also a big timer starting in 1980 is CNN. There we go, CNN. CNN. Okay. Yes. Yep. Twenty-four yes. hour news. That twenty-four hour news cycle. Woo-hoo. <laughs> I used to get my sports from mm-hmm. CNN too. I would either watch Sports Center or I would click it over to CNN and watch Brad Hickman and Nick Charles. The heck is awesome. that? Really oh, cool. on Sports Center. Okay. Were they news dudes or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time for Hickman and Charles. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Fred uh, Nick Charles actually ended up being really good friends with Mike Tyson. It's really strange. They Nick, became really close, and then Nick Charles got cancer. He died. Really kind of sad, but yeah, they it was a great sports team though. They're really good. Did they ever do like point counterpoint? Nick, you ignorant <laughs> slut. <laughs> well, the thing about CNN, what really kind of launched them as a big name and source of news, and and kind of initiated the the cable network um, 24-hour news cycle battle is that they came out uh, right around the time that Reagan was shot. Oh. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. while you have all your regular um, news networks, NBC, CBS, ABC, reporting on, you know, breaking in for special um, yeah. updating, you know, breaking news um, into the regular programming, CNN yeah, can just constant. take it and run with it. Right. And, right. boy, that... <laughs> If that is not their business model to this day, I, I don't know what is, but take it and run with it and keep yeah. going and keep going and keep going. And yeah, just until it's like 
completely yep. monotonous. And... Well, and it worked. People tuned in for that shit. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. If anything's going on major in the world, you, you got to a point where you'd go to CNN before anybody else. Right. Well. Because you were going to get as much coverage as you possibly could. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, that Reagan Hinckley thing. Yeah. Then uh, Buckwheat got shot right around the same time. <laughs> <laughs> right afterwards <laughs> it's a tragic day in our history. <laughs> mr weed <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> then shots ring out <laughs> let's go to the clip yeah. <laughs> well excuse me doctor have you seen the footage yet as he's operating on him excuse me doctor ted koppel <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the footage of buckwheat being shot why no i haven't well then let's take a look let's go to the club <laughs> anyway anyway exactly. i'm sorry that's great exactly no, that's that's exactly what it was or is and still is you know i also um, remember hbo being a chance for me to see movies that my parents necessarily didn't necessarily want me to see when they came out I remember when Scarface came out, apparently the chainsaw scene oh, was God. I just didn't want me seeing oh. I don't know why. Because when I finally watched it on cable, I was like, okay, it's not that bad. Jesus Christ. I mean, maybe they thought I was going to get ideas or something from it. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was a way to see movies that you ordinarily weren't going to be seeing. Right. Like I said, as soon as the parents fall asleep, get the remote, see what's on. And and, and another late night child sneak out and watch um, came out also in 1980. Um, lovingly nicknamed Skinamax. Yeah, I was wondering um, because of their late night programming. We have Cinemax coming out in <laughs> August of 1980. Oh yeah, just, I don't know what it was like after 10 o'clock. It was all soft porn. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was the go-to place. Yeah, if you had somebody who had Skinamax, it was like, yeah. Dude, dude, can I? Can we stay? We're seeing boobs tonight. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I remember putting it on Cinemax once after the parents, obviously after the parents had gone to bed, and it was a soft porn movie. I remember Beverly D'Angelo was in it, and I remember thinking, "Wow, you know, I kind of liked her before. I love her now." Thinking, <laughs> my my crush is out of control. You you loved her in wow, vacation, really? yeah, Beverly D'Angelo. Oh yeah. That had to have been before vacation, though. Yeah, it was. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, yeah she was, uh, she went back to was she in the original Hair? I think so. In the late sixties so. or nineteen seventy yeah, so. or whatever that was. Yeah, that was her. Yeah. Uh -huh. And then we have um, in November Dece and December we've got the Learning Channel, TLC, uh, in nineteen eighty, and then Bravo. In December of 1980. See, I don't um, think I've ever watched a single thing on Bravo. What did Bravo have? What did they carry? At that time, I'm not sure, but now they're very pro LGBT programming. Mm, okay. Um, okay. I, oh, okay, yeah, okay, okay. You know, I, I think they were the original. Um, uh, Bravo. The original <laughs> network that did the Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Right, right. Television series. I think that first came out on Bravo. On Bravo, okay. I could be wrong. I, don't I know, know I've never watched C-SPAN. Quite <laughs> positive of that. No, no. I've watched C-SPAN. 
Well, there are people. Yeah, there are people out there who absolutely love C-SPAN. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go that far, but I've watched it. <laughs> Forty years of electricity. Right. <laughs> I, it's kind of funny because they do they 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 will show like um, parliamentary proceedings going on, but then they kind of have their own little call-in talk show kind of thing, and oh. and people will call in and give their opinions and. And all of that. And I remember actually watching at one time and there was a call in and it was like um, with it was kind of like a Howard Stern thing with some dude was pranking them and calling in on the C-SPAN. Um, I There was I don't know. It was very um, there was some phrase or something that was said that was derived from the Howard Stern show or something like mm-hmm. that. Hmm, but okay. yeah. Just watch yeah, C-SPAN for the pranks. Exactly. You never know when shit's going to get crazy on C-SPAN. I'm just saying. One it's a long things. game. It's a long game. But it is. It it's a very long game, but it, it it's worth it. Um, and then, uh, where are we here? So, okay. So, yeah. So, we had Bravo, and then we've got Arts, A&E and Arts and Entertainment, which actually came on the scene in 1981, Mm-hmm. Um, that shared that channel with Nickelodeon there for a while, and yeah, like that was a really boring channel too when it came out. What was that? Arts and Entertainment, A and E. Oh, sure. Yeah, no, they built up over the years. They have quite a bit. I mean, but it was terribly boring. I mean, it was probably even more boring than Seed Span. I think once they started putting biography and stuff like that on there, it became a lot more entertaining and a lot more people yeah into it. That's for sure. And then, of course, we have in August of 1981, the channel everybody wanted was their MTV. Um, oh, yeah. I knew that phrase long before I ever actually saw MTV. MTV. Yeah, I want my MTV. <laughs> well, I think it was because the way cable companies work is that not every cable company will provide every channel um, available out there. They have, um, in your area, they will have very specific channel packages mm-hmm. that you can get. Um, but it's not always, every channel is not always available in every area. So sure. that's where that mantra came from. I want my MTV. So call your cable company and tell them I want this channel and my cable package. Right. Right. So it was kind of like a grassroots campaign to get, um, you know, their network on as many cable um, providers as possible. I thought it was just something. When I was a kid, they made up. We had basic cable, and so it didn't include the Disney Channel. But then they would have the Disney Channel weekends, and so okay. I was binge- binging as much Disney Channel as I could <laughs> before it turned off. Get your fix for the coming week. What did they show? Yeah, so- did they show movies? It was just old cartoons and stuff, and I would always be irritated when it was like Mickey Mouse Club and. I didn't want to see oh, yeah. kids. I wanted to see. Yeah. I didn't want to see Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stuff was And who was the other one in there? The other chick? Christina. Christina Aguilera, yeah. Yep. Annette Funicello. <laughs> Going way back on that. Going back a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Annette Funicello. <laughs> uh, no, when, when I was a kid, Annette Funicello was the skippy lady. Yeah, that's true. Me Skippy too. Skippy peanut butter. For sure. That's all yep. I know. Yeah. 
So then in May of 1982, we have probably one of, still one of my favorite uh, cable networks, which I'm kind of missing because I did cut the cord uh, when I made my move from Wisconsin to Minnesota. I haven't gotten cable since, Mm -hmm. but I do stream. And the one channel that I really, really miss that is not in any of my streaming um, apps or anything like that is the Weather Channel. Really great channel, sure. Yeah, you have your 24-hour, you know, weather fix going on. And I really kind of miss that because I know it's kind of a a little bit, um, hmm, I don't want to say morbid, but there is a more, a a better word for how I feel. (laughs) But when it's hurricane season and there's hurricanes around, (laughs) you know, happening actively, I I like to watch that, you know. You want to watch the hurricane show, yeah. I just want to watch the hurricane. You're wanna... sitting there, sitting there on your couch at home, laughing Watching out loud. <laughs> 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 yeah, we'll see in there. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, as you see in their announcers standing there in this sideways, cutting rain, and their their windbreakers all over, and yeah, sitting right. there reporting. Yeah, I think it's hit land. <laughs> 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 reporting. So from inside power. the hurricane, right? <laughs> yeah, it was very, it was a very entertaining channel, though. You're right. I mean, especially with something mm-hmm. going on. Well, you you'd kind of see uh, uh, really cool stuff having to do with tornadoes. Like, I think it might have been on that channel. Maybe the first time I ever saw that footage. You remember when somebody somebody had like a video recorder and they went and hid under an overpass. You remember that? And the frickin' tornado went right yeah. over them. That was yeah. intense. Yeah. Wow. wow. That's what it's like to be in a frickin' tornado. Right. And they do have programming um, like that as well. They do They do have, like, documentaries, like hour-long shows of programming that they put out, usually, you know, of weather-related instances like that. I, I remember watching one that had to do with that uh, tornado in – the in Illinois, it was not too long ago, but it was a few years back in Washington, Illinois, which is in the Peoria area, which is where my my mom's family is from. So they did like a whole hour long documentary about um, this tornado and they spoke to people and who were like affected by it, who survived it and, you know, just kind of their experiences. And they like go and they reenact the day and of, of you know, the tornado and when it came around and what these people did. So it's kind of interesting. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not just weather maps and forecasts. Mm-hmm. They, right. Yeah. Like they little... keep it, they keep it relevant and exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then also in 1982, we have the Playboy channel. Hey. Oh, yeah. Yes. Which, you know, I don't think kids today will understand that. Just because you didn't have the Playboy channel doesn't mean that you didn't have the Playboy channel because it was coming through on your signal. It was just scrambled. Yeah. Do you oh, guys yeah. remember that? The scrambled channels? Yeah. Hours and hours I spent watching scrambled television. I know. Like or something. Okay. Exactly. It's like, what is that? What is that? Is that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then the audio came through clear as a bell. Oh, you right. know. Right. You you can't see what they're doing, but boy, you can hear it. 
Yep. Yeah. <laughs> all the all the slap bass and moaning. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. It, like on uh, what you call it, American Pie, where he's watching the scrambled porn on his TV. Yeah. And you hear everything. I, you hear like some guy going, oh, "Spank my hairy ass," you know. <laughs> <laughs> and his parents walk in on him, of course. So yeah, so you have that. But I mean, kids today, I guess they they don't need their scrambled television porn. <laughs> no, different no. world now for sure. No. <laughs> no, no, they certainly don't need that. But I, they have the real thing, actually. I, I will say this, though, that there is uh, maybe kind of a, an experience that they miss out on because, you know, we talked about Skinamax a little bit ago. Uh, uh-huh. I, my, my best friend in, in junior high, he had both Showtime and HBO. And we slept downstairs where the big TV was. So, of course, his parents slept upstairs. So... Mm-hmm. Right when they went to bed at whatever time it was, we would immediately go digging through the TV guide to see what was on HBO and Showtime. And then, you know how they had that little guide in the back? Whenever a movie was playing, you could look in the back and see why every movie was rated what it was rated. Like, if they had something that was rated R, it would say, violence, strong language. Sexual right. situations, nudity. Right. Oh, there you know. we go. It was like yeah. bing, 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 bing. Okay, winner, winner. T- okay, what time does this come on? This is the one for me. All right, eleven oh five, dude. We got to make it up to eleven oh five, and we would we would sit through the worst movies ever made in humankind oh, in the freaking eighties. Sure. Yeah, just to, like the the worst like Animal House, Porky's ripoff type of movie you know just on the chance that dude we're gonna see boobs at some point right right we're 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 sitting through this whole stupid goddamn movie because we know we're gonna see something sexual going on in it right i remember watching a movie with tom cruise and shelly long well they didn't come to my house and hang out with me and watch tv but i remember watching (laughs) they happened to be say (laughs) um and i can't remember what the hell it was called losing it I think so. I remember the name of that. Shelley Long was was in it. Tom Cruise was in it. And that was the dumbest fucking movie. I mean, really? All of it was stupid. But yeah, but you knew it was coming to a point where you were going to see something. So you tuned in and you stayed with it. But overall, really goofy fucking movie. Oh, my God. Losing it? Yeah. 1983. Yeah. Yeah. Shelley Long, Jackie Earl Haley, Tom Cruise. Did that yeah. have something to do with a trip to Mexico? Yes. In that movie? Okay. Yep, it sure did. Okay. And a donkey? Yes. Exactly. Okay. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I remember whoa, now. Whoa. Hey. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> wow. That's it. Yeah. The magic of cable. You know, I also remember looking, Craig, you mentioned like looking to see what's going to come on that night or whatever. I remember being really disappointed if I look and fucking Porky's 2 or Holmes versus Cooney was going to be playing at 12 o'clock because I wanted to see something kind of obscure and more soft porn and, and not necessarily a, a popular movie or a sporting event. And I remember being really disappointed in the midnight to say 2 o'clock area where I knew I was going to be falling asleep if nothing was good good was coming on. Yeah, You're wasting wasting the nighttime. Yes, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> it's like, God, 
something good's coming on. It's going to be 3 a.m. I'm going to be asleep by then. Yeah, I, I remember checking a couple of times, like even when we were like making plans to yeah. like I was going to stay at his house for for a Friday night. And we would check the TV guide like days in advance <laughs> to see what was to plan out your night that Friday. Night. <laughs> Jeez. That's it. crap. Yeah. Well, it's the the ma- Andrea is the magic of of being a twelve year old boy. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a lot of magic involved with that. <laughs> there was one movie I remember. God, it was awful. It had. It was like every one of those stupid movies had themes, you know? Like, yeah. this one was, it had to do with tennis. It was like, you know, Animal House or Porky's on a tennis court, basically, is what it was, you know? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it was terrible. It was awful. But we sat there and watched it because we knew we were going to see Skin at some point. Yeah. <laughs> there are so many movies like that that I've seen that I would have not seen otherwise. But parenthetically the word nudity was there so yeah was right in. yeah i watched a two-hour movie once about flight attendants with i think judy and Aubrey lane audrey landers were both in it <laughs> one of those movies it was just so absolutely horrible but yeah the lander sisters were in it that was that was the one beautiful thing about about cinemax especially once the 90s rolled around you you knew what you were getting man like after 10 o'clock yeah oh for sure they yeah. delivered all right, let's get back on track here. Um, so I guess with the popularity of MTV by uh, this time in 1983, country music wanted in on this. So they not only gave us CMT or country music television, they also gave us the Nashville network. Oh, sure. Um, TNN. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, like uh, kind of uh, countrified MTV sort of. Exactly. Yep. Another channel I'd never watched. Um, like, like hee haw compared to laughing, kind of. My grandpa had it on all the time. So, oh <laughs> really? Yep. So his Grand Old Opry and hee haw and all that good stuff. Yeah. Wow. They, they had some. They had music videos on there too. They had country music yep. videos. I remember I liked it for a while, and then as country music changed, so did the channel. And one day, Achy Breaky comes on, and I just remember uh. not this anymore. But, yeah, but just, there was a time before that that I liked the channel. That, that was just was a stupid cool. song, yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. That's like that was like the Macarena of its day. Yes, it de- definitely was, for sure. Or in its genre. Yeah. Yep. Not for me, definitely. I don't I don't, I don't think I spent much time if at all on any of those networks. But then we have in 1983 as well, we've got the Disney Channel. Oh, there you go, Rusty. Very exciting. Yeah. We yeah, we never had that, but I do like Rusty said, I do remember it popping up sporadically, like you would have it and then it would disappear. Right. Yeah. Right. I remember that. Yeah. I don't at all. I don't remember anything about that. I guess I don't even remember the Disney Channel becoming a thing. <laughs> I really don't. It's just like been there. I I remember one night when uh Lady and the Tramp came on. It was like a Saturday night, I think. And I was just, it was the first time I'd ever seen those Siamese cats. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was like transfixed with those freaking cats, man. I don't know if I was like kind of frightened of them. (laughs) But we are Siamese, if you 
please. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of weirded me out a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. Sure. It, it just reminds me of that that one movie, the Ricky Tiki something or other about the mongoose and the Ricky Tiki Tammy. Oh, I remember that. Ricky Tiki, yeah, yeah. Is that on Disney? I think so. I think that's a Disney mm. thing, right? I think so. I'm not sure. Ricky yeah. Tiki Tabby. 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 Like a cat, right? Tabby cat. That's it. No, like T A V I. I think. Tabby. Okay. There's a Donovan. That was about Ricky Tiki Tabby too. Is there? That to me was kind of a, a, a very avant-garde sort of animated yeah. movie. It's yeah. probably not avant-garde at all, but as a child, <laughs> <laughs> when I saw it, it seemed a little more art house than your typical Disney kind of cartoon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a that's a story from the Jungle Book. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, it goes back to 1894. Here it says, "Wow, the Jungle Book." Wow. About a the adventures of a valiant young Indian gray mongoose. Interesting. Huh. It shows him confronting a cobra on the front. Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. That was good stuff. Interesting. And, the, and the the movie's Chuck Jones animation, so it's like more like Warner Brothers style. Okay. Okay. 1975. Yep. I also, through way of uh, uh, cable, getting cable, and it must have been 85-ish, I got introduced to the exciting world of professional wrestling as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, right right at the height of Hulkamania kicking in. And <laughs> wasn't that mainly, wasn't that on WGN or, or um, USA? USA or, had it on every Sunday, yeah. Okay. Because I because yeah, I, I thought it was real. Earlier. I thought everything going down was real at that time when we first started oh, watching it. <laughs> <laughs> or you'd have you know you'd have those those skeptic kind of arguments. Nah, not real. <laughs> oh, it's real. Nah, come on. <laughs> I got. I actually. Or, I got. Veraldo had to get hit in the face of the chair to prove it. <laughs> right. I got actually John Stossel got damage done to his ear on a, oh my god that's right yeah, yeah on that 2020 special he yeah, did in 1984 yeah. when Dr. D David Schultz smacked the shit out of him I was gonna say he got slapped right yeah twice in the same right. ear yeah yeah he had like trouble he had like he still can't hear completely out of that ear to this day I guess god that's insane and he had headache he Dude, Schultz, if you see that on online, like on YouTube, Schultz smacked the shit out of him. Like, he knocked him right off of his feet. God. Jesus. And Schultz, Schultz swore up and down, too, uh, to this day that Vince McMahon told him to do it. That who? That Vince McMahon told him to do it. Oh, I can see that. To protect the business. Because right. Stossel was all, hey, this is fake. And Schultz was Schultz was like, oh, oh yeah, it's fake, huh? Smack that feel fake to you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, it's I, funny because you you come to to realize that it's both. It's oh yeah, fake and it's real. You know, yeah, because the like, pendulum is going on without any question. The yeah. pendulum right. swung too far the other way, where everybody got wise to it and then went. Oh, everything's fake. They're never getting hurt. They're not really bleeding and blah, blah, blah. 
it's like, well, that's not really true. <laughs> right. They are kind of, kind of hurting. They're just over-exaggerating how much they're hurting each other and all that. And they are bleeding for real. They do cut yeah. themselves for real. They do get cut, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all part of the act, the sleight of it's hand shit. It's all part shit. of the deal. Yeah. They're just not going to stop the cut from bleeding. Yeah. They want it to bleed. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, that was a, like a, the height of Hulkamania there when I tuned into that. And then a couple of years later, I also got into the other one by watching uh, TBS, uh, the National Wrestling Alliance it was at the time. That was the one with Ric Flair in it. Oh, uh, okay. Hmm. They were a little more grounded in reality, you know? Yeah, yeah. They were a little more realistic. The WWE, it was the F at the time, the WWF was more like cartoony and yeah, mm-hmm. you know, with Hulk Hogan and all that the over the top shit. Yeah. Yeah. Where Ric Flair is champion. He was more like realistic because he was like, you know, this corrupt champion who did whatever he could to keep the title and all this stuff and bragged about how awesome he was and all this. And, you know, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so um, then in 1984, we have a couple of channels. Um, we've got Lifetime, oh boy. which is still around today. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. There's <laughs> I, a great... I mean, if I sit here and said that I, I had not spent countless hours watching, <laughs> watching Lifetime, I Lifetime movies. Yeah. Uh, Lots and, of stuff I watch. <laughs> the, the, I think his Hallmark channel, is the Hallmark channel kind of taken over that whole market? As far as well, like, movies go, they're a little bit different. I okay. mean, Lifetime is is kind of I won't say all of their movies are like this, but a lot of Lifetime movies have to do with like relationship conflict and the yeah. guy, the relationship being just a psychotic, yeah. psychopathic oh, yeah. kind of you know. It's, sometimes it's, it's Corbin Burnson being a wife beater kind of movie. Yeah. Right. Sometimes it's the woman, but most of the time, the majority of the time. Like they're all, is. like they're basically getting all of their plots from the burning bed. Yes. Basically, yeah. With Farrah Fawcett. Yeah. And most of the time it is the guy being the perpetrator. However, if you watch with Judith Light, if you watch uh, Men Don't Tell, uh, they're into the spectrum there for you. Yeah, yeah. See, sometimes, you know, there were exceptions to the rule, but a lot of times it was the guy was an asshole oh, and yeah. it was oh, just, yeah. for sure. you know. But then um, I think Hallmark, um, and I don't think that came on until a lot later in the scene, but Hallmark is mostly kind of like sappy. Um, yeah, you know, you're right. Misplaced movies. woman, you know, fish out of water woman <clears throat> and, you know, kind of romantic kind of bullshit. It's yeah, Christmas time and, stuff. yeah. It's Christmas yeah. time, and she hates everything until she exactly. meets <laughs> this corporate bitch. Until she meets this guy <laughs> to this quaint Vermont town. Let's see how things happen. Until she meets this free spirit who loves Christmas and everything. There you go. Uh, <laughs> right. That's, right. A, that's a Hallmark movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're that's right. Exactly. Yeah, that is a different. <laughs> and yeah. if you go over to Lifetime, you're going to see Meredith Baxter playing a drug addict. that was the main difference right there i remember her playing a bulimic in a made-for-tv movie when i was a kid back when family ties was on yeah i remember that and also remember the one where she played a drug addict nurse (laughs) good times good times good stuff yeah nothing like seeing mrs keaton just 
just cramming falling apart. everything. <laughs> she just cramming everything into her mouth that she could get in there and just stuffing it down her face. And then she just sticks her finger down her freaking throat and right, it off. Right. I was like, what the hell is going on in this movie? Because I, I had never heard of bulimia before. Well, it certainly did make you aware of it after that, didn't it? Meredith Baxter Bernie has a secret. <laughs> Right. Educating, educating America. Exactly right. Yeah. I mean, it did its job. <laughs> so then, also in 1984, we have AMC, so American Movie Classics, um, which played old movies all day long, as mm-hmm. you would get from the name of the channel, which they don't do anymore. They probably were all like black and white back then, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, a lot. Yeah, black and white or hand colored. Yeah, um, it was a cool idea. It was a great idea. It was a really cool idea for a channel. Yeah. Yes, yes, it was. But then they turned to original programming, which I can't complain because I am a fan of The Walking Dead, so I watch that on AMC. Oh, that's um, but true. It, it seems to me that's what they lean on a lot now is is the Walking Dead um, series and 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 um, uh, what's the word? Spinoffs. Uh, spinoffs. Thank you. Um, of of that series, which you know I don't get into that just like the regular, but I can't think of anything else that I watch on AMC. Yeah. I definitely don't think they have any regrets as far as the walking dead is concerned. No. Yeah. That's a cash cow. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And then before I get into what, um, 1985, I just kind of, cause my assistant didn't put these on the list. Um, he did make some mention, um, in the notes, but we have, um, I'm trying to remember the name, the call letters, but I can't. Um, the religious uh, cable um, networks. So one of them I know is CBN, but I'm trying to think of the one that had uh, Tim and Tammy Baker on it. Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> right. I wouldn't have any yeah, idea. I can't remember Isn't either. it PTL? I don't know if that was the name of the cable network, but I know that was the name of their show. Praise right. the Lord network or mm-hmm. praise the Lord network. Yeah. That was like a, a, a channel I would watch because it was kind of like watching a train wreck. Oh yeah. Oh, for right. sure. Oh, those two were I don't spectacular. Know if you've ever seen Benny Hinn, but you ever, you ever seen Benny Hinn? Ever heard of him? I've heard of him. So. He's one of yeah. those evangelists who does the whole, you know, you know, hitting the person, they fall down, they get up, they're healed, that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was mesmerizing to watch. Oh, it I mean, is. It it's crazy. All, yeah. It was just also crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was like, insane. People actually believing this stuff. And it was it was one of those late night, nothing else on. Yes. You know, had to watch, and I just remember watching. There was there was a, like a a stretch that I did kind of watch it because they were talking about their, their theme park. They were building their theme park, <laughs> Jesus land or whatever it was called. Jim and Tammy were. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. And they were on their, their network, you know, raising funds. Way to allocate uh, that money guys. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it was, it was just mesmerizing because they're doing this and, and you know, they're crying and this chick looks like a clown, like literally looks like a clown. It was so and, SNL looking. Oh it my looked, god! Yeah, it was like an SNL sketch. It was. It was. It was something. It was an experience. Yeah. But I guess Tammy overdid was, the war paint. Yeah. 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 And then they had. Um, there was CBN. Um, 
which was another religious channel that um, they did shows, but then they became the family channel, I guess, in 1990, and then um, Fox oh. Family in 89. Oh, God, the family channel was just brutal. Yeah. yeah. That programming <laughs> that they used to have on there was just brutal. Were, were they the ones that had uh, Small Wonder on? Was that on the Quite family possibly, channel? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I remember... Mm. Jake, what's his name? Had that Big Brother Jake show on the, ugh. That <laughs> you remember Jake? What's his name? That that exercise dude, the big oh, muscular sure. dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big Brother yeah. Jake. Mullet? Didn't he have a mullet? No, no. Am this I guy. I think guy? I know who you're thinking of, but uh this this guy had like kind of shortish, curly black hair. Big Brother yeah, Jake remember. was the show. Oh my God, those shows Ooh. were bad. Just obnoxious, yeah. There was one Richard Belzer, I remember, was on one on the family channel, I think, for a year where there was like a, a talking dummy, a sitcom with a talking dummy. It was called What a Dummy. <laughs> Seriously. Classic television. Seriously. What a dummy sitcom. Here it was. <laughs> Yeah, it made it from September um, 29th of 1990 to May 25th of 1991. Oh, wow. And then we have the uh, the shopping channels. Ah, uh, yes. HSN, Home Shopping Network. I'm not exactly sure exactly what year that came out, but that was like revolutionary. Oh, yeah. That was big time. Yeah. People yeah, blowing all kinds of money on that thing. Yes. Yeah. And then there was QVC also. And I'm not sure which one came first. And if they both came out in the 80s, I'm not sure. But you had that. I'm sure people lost countless fortunes on oh, God, these channels. Yeah. And yeah, it's surprising because they still exist today. Um, yeah. I think I think out of all of the, the models of, of television to internet, I think they probably integrated a little more seamlessly and probably benefit the most from that because it's because you can you could call or you could go online or or whatever so i just actually bought something off of home shopping network so <laughs> like really? what did you time, buy for the first time ever i've never bought anything off of hsm before i bought a treadmill oh wow oh cool yeah interesting some very I'm funny stuff that. how much so, was that huh how much was that? Well, it was like, I think it was six or 700, but they did like a credit card kind of 12 months, no financing. So 50 bucks a month. Oh, okay. Like, okay yeah, right. I could do that. And they'll bring it yeah. to my door. Sure. Hell yeah. We can do nice. that. Yeah. Some home shopping network bloopers online. Very funny too. Really? Oh yeah. 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 Home shopping <laughs> bloopers are pretty funny actually. Like when they break something live on television or some shit. Oh like yeah, that. I was gonna say it, it can't be a blooper because it's like live television, isn't it? Somebody, it's yeah. Like there's been like these specialty made ladders and shit, and there's been like people falling off of them, and getting like injured. That. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the knife shows have the best bloopers. Oh yeah, <laughs> the knife shows. I. By the way, I looked up what a dummy. That dummy is terrifying. It is. It's scarier looking than Chucky. Easy. <laughs> what a dummy. 
what a dummy TV show or yeah. sitcom. Just type it I'm in and look at the dummy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. That is frightening. It's, you see that, that picture of him sitting on a couch <laughs> looking over at that girl reading? That's freaking horrifying. It's like Carrot Top. I know. <laughs> wow. That's some deranged shit there. I think Carrot Top sideshow. Side oh, my Bob. God. I just looked it up. Holy balls. That shit. <laughs> it kind of looks like, like that too. The Good Family Lord. Channel didn't didn't they have like a like a remake of like the Munsters and shit like that too back around like nineteen ninety. And oh, that sounds know. about right. I think somebody made an attempt to bring one of those back. Yeah. Yeah. And and the Ooh, show called me that thing is terrifying. Maniac Mansion. I don't remember if that was on the Family Channel though. What a dummy! Yes, it was. Yes, it was one year that show made it on the Family Channel. You can't make it more than one season on the Family Channel. You know it's dog shit. (laughs) (laughs) So then, in 1985, we have um, a counterpart to MTV VH1 or Video Hits One. Oh yeah, which kind of catered to your more adult tastes and middle of the road sort of um artists yeah um so that that was another channel that i really put my nose up at because it was stupid (laughs) (laughs) i shouldn't say stupid but you know not artists of my liking um i'm trying to no but they have a lot of really cool behind the music though well, that, yeah, as yeah, the network evolved, yeah, right. as it evolved, yeah. you had that. And it became, I don't know if it was as it evolved or as I got older, maybe. Maybe that, a um, sure yeah. Me, yeah. <laughs> it became a little bit more relevant to right. my tastes and all of that. So, but yeah, you're right. They did have um, behind the music um, documentaries, which were just awesome. Yeah, and, those were cool. And some kind of cheesy. Uh, made for tv movies about musicians you know where actors actors would portray like i remember there was one done about meatloaf oh really yeah yeah, yeah. i remember that there was one done about the monkeys yeah Uh they're all basically the same thing done all over again but yeah right right i couldn't believe there was never one done about fleetwood mac i mean judging by their story i mean Never mind a movie. Oh, you yeah. Could, you could do an entire dramatic series based on Fleetwood Mac. Oh, for sure. Yes. That'd be interesting. I'd watch that series. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, plus, yeah, you'd you'd have all the drama, the romance, tons of yep. tons of cocaine. <laughs> you know? Yep, definitely. Yeah, you could yeah. do a miniseries easily. <laughs> Oh, and then also in 1985, we have the Discovery Channel, or just called Discovery. I don't think it was called the Discovery Channel back then, but Discovery. That was one of them I whipped right by. What was on the Discovery Channel initially? Well, they were documentaries. Okay. I mean, I think that's pretty much what their programming was, was documentaries. I never stayed on that thing for, you know, that was, was, like I said, that was one I just whipped right through. Yeah, that was one of the ones I blew through, too. And then we have also in 1995 is when Nickelodeon brought out Nick at Night. So daytime programming versus nighttime programming. And Nick at Night was mainly just old television shows from the 50s Mm -hmm. and 
40s or whatever. They had uh, I Love Lucy was on there a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, Mr. Ed. The Honeymooners, I think. Mr. Ed. Yes, Mr. Ed. I used to watch um, Mr. Ed all the time. Uh, the Donna Reed show. <laughs> I used to watch my favorite, My favorite Martian. Sure. And yeah. the Patty Duke show. My Three Sons. Yeah. Three sons. Yeah. So the- it kind of really introduced a whole new generation to the boomer generation's um you know, uh, television programming, what they used to watch. Laughing. Right, right. Yeah. I remember watching reruns of Laughing in the late. That was weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Being a kid in the late 80s watching Laughing. That, was, right, that right. was weird. Yeah. I used to, let, I spent most of my cable watching on Nick at Night with Nick at like, night. yeah, Dobie Gillis, like the obscure ones. Oh, yeah. 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 The Many Loves and of Dobie Gillis. Yeah. And then the like Ernie Kofax show was on there all the time. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Gomer Pyle. Lots Gomer, of Gomer Pyle. <laughs> Plenty of Gomer. H- HMC or whatever it yep. was. Gomer Pyle, HMC Gomer, or something like that. Uh, Gomer Pyle, U- UMC. 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 USMC. Okay. USMC. Yeah. There you go. United States Marine Corps. Marine Corps. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gomer. And then in 1987, we've got E! Exclamation point for entertainment. I watched um, a lot of E. I definitely watched a lot of E. Yeah, I liked like, it. I love that. I just love that, too. The E! At the exclamation point. Right. Like, Holy uh-huh. shit! Right. This, this channel is so entertaining. Right. Holy shit! <laughs> and then the Travel Channel came out in 1987 as well. That's going to be one I probably skipped by several times, yeah. It was like QVC I, for me. It's just one I never stayed on. I, I don't remember earlier programming of the Travel Channel. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember mainly made their late 90s, early aughts uh, programming more than anything else. So I can't okay. really say what they had on in the 80s. Right. I, I, had a, I, I have a pretty good idea it was about travel, but <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know specifically. And then in 1988, we have TNT. That was another. Yeah, I remember TNT. They had wrestling a lot on that one, didn't they? TNT? Yes. Because I think that was the only reason why we ever watched TNT. It could be, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. TNT had a lot of wrestling on it. It did. It did, okay. I didn't watch it, but I do remember that they had it, yeah. Yeah. By the way, guys, here's, here's a list of a few people in the one year of existence of what a dummy <laughs> these people appeared on on one episode of what a dummy richard belzer foster brooks uh pat morita <laughs> i'm not shitting you really i'm wow. reading this right off the internet database uh nicole eggert uh, I love actors who can't say no. And Sherman Hemsley. <laughs> Sherman Hemsley. Is there a check? I'll be there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Sherman Helmsley. Awesome. Wow, Mr. man. J. Some lean days after the after Amen went off the air, maybe. Uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say the Jeffersons, but he was pulling a check in around this time for Amen. Yeah, true. Yeah, I haven't even surfed through cable channels and I don't even know how long. I mean, I just I just haven't. I mean, because I've got Netflix, I've got Amazon Prime, there's Hulu, there's Rash, you know, so yeah. many, there's so many different streaming services now that I just haven't surfed cable in a long, long time. 
Yeah, the NBA is still big on TNT, according to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I guess I remember a few years back they tried to like um, remarket themselves as funny. I think they did a lot uh-huh. of com. They were trying to get on the the comedy kind of kick of getting people to watch their channel. And yeah. Had some slogan yeah. about funny. I think that was like the one word that they used. <laughs> their whole ad campaign was who is this funny. TNT? TNT, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't remember. Maybe they they just play like a bunch of uh, reruns of comedies over and over again in a big block, or what? Like, I think yeah, they had some original shows too. Twenty yeah, episodes. They of had Friends a few a original day. ones. Like eight episodes of Friends back to back to back to back. Uh, maybe <laughs> I wouldn't call that funny, but whatever. <laughs> oh, it's mildly amusing, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I never, I, I never understood what the big deal was about that show, but I didn't think it was bad. It just friends. Yeah, I like it. I just never saw what the big fervor was over it. <laughs> uh, me neither. But I'm, I'm not really into sitcom television. I'm just trying. I am. I like if it's a good sitcom, I can watch it. I don't know that I can sit through a season of what, what a dummy, but um, certainly <laughs> Pat Morita is going to pop up on my. <laughs> Well, yeah, man. Sherman Helmsley, Nicole yeah. Eggert. I mean, come on. Belzer, all, yeah. All about the guest stars. Right. I mean, I could have watched anything like back then with Dances Nicole the Eggert. Island or Love Boat. Right. I mean, Some terrible Nicole, 80s sitcoms. Nicole Eggert was about the only reason I ever tuned into Charles in Charge. <laughs> well, then rounding out, um, I guess, the decade in 1989, we have probably what is still kind of one of my favorite channels. I guess I just don't really watch it that much anymore. It started out as the Comedy Channel and then became Comedy Central in 1991. So this was one of my go-tos, definitely, in the 90s. Oh, it was for me and my brother, for sure. For oh, yeah. And, yeah. Well, and, and it actually, I, it was it was a merger of two because Ha and the Comedy Channel started okay. out at the same time and then they merged oh. into, into comedy central that, that, that was makes a, sense i was a big ha fan i had a ha baseball cap oh nice <laughs> <laughs> sporting and that was ha worthless. merch yep but then it became immediately worthless when they merged <laughs> or it's a collector's item i hope or you still is it, have it yeah or is it worth more now there, there are the people merger. out there like my son who would who would pay for that trust me <laughs> Um, but no, I guess I in the 90s, it was something that I would watch a lot. But once Jon Stewart left The Daily Show, yeah. I really don't watch it um, much anymore. Um, yeah, I don't know. Not to not to whatever on Trevor Noah. Trevor you don't Noah, like Trevor Noah? I, I, I was more of a Jon Stewart fan than I was a Daily Show fan. So I probably wouldn't have started watching The Daily Show had Jon Stewart not started hosting it. I think so, a lot of people are in that boat for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But then they also played um, MST3K, mm-hmm. um, which was a oh, great show. Yeah. But this is more 90s programming. It's not really, really 80s, but I mean, they came on at the late 80s. So I kind of guess it makes sense. But yeah, sure. um, MST3K, The Daily Show, lots of stand-up. A lot of stand-up stuff. Yeah. Shows stand-up. and stuff like that, yeah. Kids in the Hall and Monty Python. Oh, oh yeah. A lot of kids. Oh, kids in the Hall. Kids in the yeah. Hall. I used to watch that, that sometimes. That was actually started on HBO. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. 
Yeah. yeah, I love that show. That show was great. I used to watch yeah, that was. over and over and over again. Yeah. The cabbage for a head. It <laughs> 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 oh, was a great show. So, yeah, so that is my list. And as I got to looking at this list, the one thing that came to mind as I'm looking at all of these channels, it's like today, the ones that still exist, have all just become the same channel, you know, as far as their programming and, and what they, they show. A lot of it is reality-based sort of television programming. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, where it, it got to the point where they weren't even showing what they say that they're showing, you know, like mm-hmm. like the History Channel. Now with 20 reality shows a day, you <laughs> right. know? It's right. like, what exactly. the fuck? Right. You're not the History Channel. Stop it. <laughs> I, You know, one of my favorite shows right now is on the History Channel. The Curse of Oak Island. I watch that show religiously. But I think they're also the ones that do the Ice Road Truckers. And it's like, what? Yeah, <laughs> they are. I watch that. Yeah, wait, so, what the hell does the, this have to do The rich history? history of Ice Road Trucking. Yeah, what, <laughs> right. what the hell does this have to do with history? <laughs> Just jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, before that show, I never knew there was a place called Tivik, Alaska, or whatever the hell it is. I guess it's teaching you something. Tivik, huh? I think that's how you say it. I'm remembering it correctly. beats the hell out of me. I, I think I know. Tivik, Alaska, or maybe it's technically Canada. I don't know. Juno and yeah, Anchorage. I think I only have cable because in order to have internet, it's cheaper to bundle with cable. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, so there we have it. We have our cable television episode of those 80s kids remember. Anybody else have anything they'd like to add? That was a cool trip down memory lane. I like that. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah, there was some stuff in there I had kind of forgotten about. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, me too. Yeah. Yeah, me as well. And I remember putting yourself back into those those places and mm-hmm. fun, fun times. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, I guess that does it for us. If nobody has anything they'd like to add, um, thank you for joining us on today's episode. Do not forget to check us out on Facebook, on Twitter, on Patreon. Uh, a nice excitement, which is actually news for the guys today. Um, in addition to being able to find and download and stream our podcasts on iTunes and uh, Google Play and Stitcher and SoundCloud, you can also find us now on Audible um, through Amazon.com. Uh, Audible, you know, cool. your audiobooks. Yep. A couple cool. weeks ago, I got us onto there. So you can find us now on Audible. Um, to download and play or stream um, your favorite, most favorite podcast ever to exist, those 80s kids remember. So do not forget to check us out Radical. there. What's that? Radical, I said. Yeah, absolutely. Tubular, man. <laughs> Far out. <laughs> All right. So I guess that does it, does it for us today. For those 80s kids remember, I am Andy. I'm Brian. I'm Craig. And I'm Rusty. Those 80s kids are Andy Lane, Brian Lundberg, Craig Dillon, Mike Mickelson, and Rusty Daddy. Music by Hatokada. Third 
third-party clips used within are the sole property of their respective owners. Those 80s Kids Remember podcast is a production of those80skids.com. All rights reserved 2021. Yeah.